Welcome to the Geriatric Gamers Podcast, featuring fear and indie. Hey, 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 what's up, buddy? What's going on? Not too much. I just uh, had, uh, uh, um, I just had dinner. Uh, what did I have? I had, um, um, oh, homemade tacos. Ooh, homemade tacos is always uh, good. Yeah. Yeah, we went out to the local Japanese place, and I had teriyaki steak and chicken. Oh, Japanese is always so good, so good. You have a do you have a favorite uh, like uh, cultural cuisine that you? Uh... Uh, let's see. Probably, if I had to pick, I would have to say my favorite is probably Italian. Italian, hmm, that is a good one. So, uh, thank you, everybody, for stopping by and hanging out. If uh, you haven't guessed it, we're talking about food today. Who doesn't love food? Oh, I love food. <laughs> so, um, I have to admit, I went to, uh, when I was in Italy, definitely, I've been to Italy twice. Uh, and, man, was the food good. Holy cow. So I went to, we went to this, uh, we were staying in Tuscany. Um, and uh, so my family, uh, a huge portion of my family uh, put our money together and we got this beautiful, like, rented this beautiful villa on this hill. Literal, like, you know, wine vineyards on either side. It was ridiculous. Uh, but um, there was a small town square nearby. And every, I think it was, I think it was every like Thursday, the this 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 little tiny town square would close up, and what you, what would be open in the evenings would be essentially, like you know, some coffee shops and stuff like that. But there was the butcher that was open, and there was the huge lineup of people, locals and whatnot. So what you do is you go, you line up, you go through the butcher, you pick the meat that is in his window. So you look at all the different cuts and everything of, uh, of meat there. Uh, you pick the meat. You just point at it. They take it out. Uh, they they dice it up, cut it, and lean it and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then there's this huge barbecue that happens every night on a, like on a Thursday night in the summer. And it was absolutely cooked to perfection. It was, I just, it was melt in your mouth delicious. Yes, that sounds delicious. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, it was crazy. Like, you know, these huge, massive cuts of meat, local lineup. Everyone's like, yep, that's my piece there. That's my piece there. And then they just take it, cut it all up. It was it was crazy. It was it was uh, it was something to to remember. And that was easily over like uh, over a decade ago. And uh, oh, man, so good. Oh, I've never been to Italy, but. It's on my bucket list of places I'd like to go. Yeah, it definitely should be. Venice was also, um, when I went to Venice, it was um, the food there, amazing. I did my best. Uh, I was there by myself instead of this time. So I did my best to, to like go to a restaurant for dinner, a different restaurant every night for dinner and uh, try something new, try something different. Oh, man. Not, I mean, I could definitely say that there were some better than others, but none of them were bad like every dish i ordered was amazing of course some better than the other but 
all really, really good. I'm telling you, man, I, I, I would travel for food. Like, if, if, I, if I had the money to travel for the rest of my life just to eat in different places, I would totally do it. Oh, I'd be right there with you, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. Right there with you. So let's see. To eat. What are your uh, so growing up? What what kind of uh, like um, what kind of cuisine was that was you know what you were privy to for the the majority of your uh, your youth? It was uh, it was pretty much what you growed in the garden or what you what my dad hunted and killed and that's what we eat. Nice, all right. Did you? Uh, we, we used to do a pig we would get a pig and kill it every year wow for the you know the sausage and the pork chops and the tenderloin and stuff yeah and that was the one one pig would last for weeks right like months maybe no, it would last all winter and oh, up nice. into the summer usually until we got the next pig next year so did you make like uh did you make sausages no we would do grind it into like ground sausage right okay store in a little tube right 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 yeah that kind of sausage oh man and, uh, or, or would put it in balls and kind of fry it a little bit yeah and put it in jars and can it nice and put it in the can house and then you get it out and you just put it in the pan and finish cooking it the rest of the way you miss it oh yes i miss it <laughs> To be honest, pretty much, if we had red meat, it was usually deer meat. What did you? Did you... I, I can remember. I can remember going to like McDonald's or somewhere when I was a kid and having like my first hamburger. Hamburger, like, well, I mean, I know McDonald's probably ate right, probably ate cow meat hamburger. <laughs> right. <laughs> Especially but, back in the yeah. day, yeah. <laughs> the only time I ever got any like hamburger made out of like cow meat was if I went to somebody else's house. Mm. All our hamburgers were made out of deer meat. Yeah, well, that's a steak. It was deer meat. That's what we need to do. One of these days, you know, over the years, as we uh, get to know each other better and stuff like that, we gotta have like a. Even if we're not, if even if we're not doing a we uh, a meetup, at least like you know do a vacation somewhere where we can like get like a proper airbnb actually well i mean the, the airbnb we had in in uh, uh in um texas was great but you know get a, a nice you know house bnb and uh, airbnb nice. and like do like severe cooking like buy go to the market get some maybe even like go to like a local uh local butcher or something like that get some real food and 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 just like you know just cook like a, for a whole weekend or whatever that we're there. I try all the time to talk to my wife and to stop buying our meat at like the grocery store or Walmart and go. We have a local butcher shop here in our town. Oh, right. Yeah. I talk to her all the time and to go in there and getting our meat instead. I know. It's, pull it off yet. it's so tough. That's the thing. Like we got a couple of places around uh, and it's just, it's always just like, yeah, you know, I know that I know that place is good. It's just that I was at the grocery. That's always yeah, that's always the thing, right? Stuff. Yeah, yeah. The convenience of just being at the grocery. I mean, we have a bakery here that makes amazing bread and stuff like that. We only just found it a little think while we ago. We have a bakery, but we we do have a butcher shop. Well, it's not a huge bakery. It's just a small. It's just a small place, but they do make their you know. Uh, it's, it's a small enough place where they make they're making bread all day, and uh, they have their favorites. And I mean, we could. Uh, we can go and get bread and everything at the grocery, but you know this this place just makes 
you know, wonderful rolls and, and even makes, you know, a, like amazing uh, sourdough and all, all this kind of stuff. Everything that the grocery has, but it's just fresh. It's day of. But like you say, you know, you go to the grocery and you're like, okay, do I just pick up a loaf of bread here or am I going to actually get back in the car and go to the bakery and pick up a loaf there? You know, obviously when you're in the moment, the brain is just like, I just want to go home and eat or I just want to go home and relax. So you're like, all right, just grab the loaf. Yeah, I guess it's a lifestyle change, right? You know, those kind of things are, um, people might not think it is, but it's definitely a lifestyle change. Uh, trying to get into that, that, uh, what that, that habit of going out and, you know, we have like, we can go, we could drive out to the country a little bit and get like fresh eggs and stuff like that, but you know, we never do. Yeah, we always had chickens when I was a kid. Yeah. Or eggs. If anyone's wondering, you always tell when you have, if you have a really fresh, uh, uh, I don't know if anyone knows this trick or not, but and not, not that it's a trick. I only learned it like uh, maybe about two years ago, three years ago. But the, the harder it is for your shell to come off your chicken egg, the fresher that your chicken egg is, just in case you're wondering. Mm -hmm. But um, well, if you get fresh, like homegrown chicken eggs, the yellows are way more yellow. Right, right. Like a deep like almost orange color mm. than they are you know if you buy a store-bought egg and they're just bright bright yellow yolks yeah and it's so funny as you grow up you, you you learn these things like you know after a while you know as you get older and older thing one particular item you realize the difference whereas you know when you're younger it's like oh well all all of all chicken eggs are the same all this are the same all that are the same and um and I've come to we've come to realize things like um uh like coconut coconut water that sort of thing it's like they taste drastically different depending on where you get them it's like you know if you get you know when you if you're getting coconut water uh, and you find that you know at one point in time the coconut water tastes really good and you know other times you get it, it tastes find out you know find out look at the bottle Look at the can, look at the actual coconut if you're getting water from the coconut. Find out where it's from. And, you know, different things make your food taste different when it comes to soil, when it comes to, you know, atmosphere, when it comes to uh, pollution, when it comes to what they use on their, like, insecticides and stuff like that. So uh, always remember that, you know, foods that are grown will taste different if they come from different places. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like something small, and I know a lot of people think, oh, well, that just makes sense. Like, yeah, but a lot of people don't pay attention. They're like, oh, I've never liked the flavor of this. Like, no, but you haven't had it from here, or you haven't had it from here. And when, don't get me wrong, when there are, there are people out there who say those things, and, you know, they come across being a bit, like, uh, pretentious. But it is true to a certain point, you know, like, avocados from different areas, they all taste different. You know, the size and, and uh, the sweetness in them and all that kind of, they all taste different. So it's always good to find out, you know, if you buy an avocado or something like that and it tastes amazing and you have it again somewhere else, go back, find out where it is. And, you know, it's just like, you know, wine connoisseurs knowing, you know, certain regions and whatnot, being able to have that, that palate to know the difference. Food is the same. Yeah, it's anything that's grown or like, Organic, well, not, I won't necessarily say organically, but anything that's grown, you know, that you grow yourself or raise yourself is always going to be better than anything you can buy in the store. Mm, for sure, for sure. You know what's been put into it. 
Yeah, and there's a little bit of control. I mean, you know, it's, uh, sure, is it more work? Yes, of course, it's more work. Um, uh, but like anything, um, you know, for for if you want to reap those benefits of taste, and if you're a foodie and that sort of thing, then is is the extra work worth it? Yeah, sure. Um, but it definitely changes how you how you like how you live and how you gather food. I know when we sit. Uh, like when I'm at home, we do like a grocery shopping for like a week. Right. But when I lived, when I lived in Toronto downtown, you know, my fridge was empty because we didn't, uh, you know, I didn't buy for the week because I was literally like walking home like every day or taking the streetcar, but I was always passing fruit shops. I was always passing, you know, um, places to pick up, uh, uh, bread or fruit or meat and stuff like that. So it was never worth it to buy for a week when I could get fresh day of on the way well, home every day. It's probably cheaper and easier for just one person just to eat out every meal instead of buying and cooking. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, if it's one person, you're probably right. If you're probably right. I mean, if you're if you're cooking for a few people or for a family, I, I would probably say not because, I mean, a certain amount of meat. Oh, yeah, if it's a whole family, yeah, yeah it's yeah. very cheap. But yeah, if you're we went out to uh we went out like I said, we went out to a Japanese place and it was like twenty two bucks, I think. Right. Right, right. Now if we bought, you know, chicken, steak, you know, teriyaki sauce or yeah. we made your own teriyaki styles, broccoli, you know, the carrots, rice. Yeah. yeah. You know, it probably would have cost more than twenty two dollars for us to bought all that and made it at home. That's very true. That is very true. And um I think um and I think that's a good point. It's like, you know, if people are uh if you're thinking about, you know, going out and buying food or, you know, preparing food for yourself, you know, take a look at what you, you know, look at recipes, look at what you got in your, you know, you, you might already have like half of a, uh, you might be able to have a dish and realize you've already got half of the ingredients there. And, uh, you know, it may be really cheap to go out and buy something and then you can make a dish, especially if it's just like two or three of you, you can sometimes make a dish and like free some of it so you can have, you know, some more of it later on in the week. Um, oh, usually always when we make something big like a lasagna. Yeah, or a, for sure. Chicken casserole or something like that. Mm -hmm. we always make a big pile of it so we can eat some that night. And then I've definitely got some to take to work with yeah. me for lunch one day. You'll have some to take and eat. Yeah, those are always really, really good. Those those big dishes are always good. I've... Yeah, if we cook, we usually make sure we cook more than we're going to eat that right. night. So speaking of, I mean, I mean, this isn't all, this isn't going to be a podcast about us just talking about, you know, oh, eat better or, you know, be a foodie. It's like, I love my junk food. I, I love. I kinds of stuff that I'm not supposed to Oh, eat. my God. I'm telling you. <laughs> what I mean, like, some of the things I can think about, like, offhand. Like, I mean, okay. Cheese Whiz? I think, oh, <laughs> I just had something like the other day. The, uh... <laughs> The cheese in the little squirt can. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Uh, the sweet cheese or whatever it's called with a box of the chicken and a biscuit crackers. <laughs> oh, there is nothing no better in this world. <laughs> can of squeezed cheese and chicken and a biscuit crackers. Now, I know it's probably going to kill me one of these days <laughs> to eat it, but I don't care. We should probably state this right off the bat, even though the, you know we're already about 15 minutes in. But, you know, like a lot of things, Everything in moderation, right? Just keep that in mind, everybody. You know, we know, like, I mean, I was a smoker at one point in time. At no point in time for all the years that I smoked, 
did I ever at some point in time think that it was ever good for me. I knew from the very moment that I started to the day that I quit that it was not good for me. Certain foods are very much like that. Um, and I know cheese, cheese, I think cheese was in, in Canada is different from cheese was in the States. So our cheese was, is, 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 is in a glass jar that you spoon out like yeah, that. Our cheese whiz is in a glass jar too. Oh, okay. Cheese whiz brand. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I can hear him. He's going, he's going into the kitchen there. I can hear it. That's right. It's called easy cheese. <laughs> That's how easy it was. It was right there for him to get it. That's how easy it was for him to. Oh man. I, 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 I definitely something that I need to do. I got one for my dad. I got a bar fridge for my dad a while ago. Uh, you know, for just for you know for cans of uh, beer and stuff like that. Uh, I think I need one for my office. I think I need one to have one nearby. Well, I had I got tired of running upstairs. To yeah, the for sure. Yeah, I mean, cause I drink. Into my serious gaming time. I know, right? That's, I I got see. I'm I'm a serious water drinker, and I'm tired of always having to run up and grab things. Because like, it used to be full of canned drinks all the time, but since I quit drinking soft drinks, it's full of bottles of tea and right, uh, right. water now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, if if it was up to me, I'd I'd turn my office into like a a small uh a small coffee bar i'd have like an area that had like a little fridge and then and also also an area where i could like brew a coffee or you know make an espresso or something like that have tea like mm -hmm. you said but yeah i mean yeah cheese whiz uh yeah it's, it's i don't eat it very often i might eat it maybe like i don't know maybe twice twice a year or something like that but oh yeah this easy cheese and chicken and biscuit crackers we've got we get that maybe twice a year maybe yeah i'll tell you even that much i tell you it don't last long when we get it yeah i'm the same way because i'm uh i'm kind of like a uh, like a binge eater like when i buy those things that i don't get very often it's done in like a sitting i know i know guys that sounds horrible but like i said everything in moderation like if i if I get one of those like medium to small bottles of cheese yeah, whiz, oh, yeah, God. this falls into the do as we say, not as we do. Yes, there. very much so, very much so. But that being said, I'm I'm 45. Fear, you're how old are you? 43. 43. 43, and we're still going. You know, neither one of us has got any like serious, you know, ailments. You know, cross our fingers, of course. Yeah. But um, uh, old age. Other than old age catching up, but yeah. I mean, I I mean, diabetes runs in my family, so I'm I'm probably skirting that age there, but. But for the most part, what I'm saying is that, yeah, you know, as long as you're eating in moderation and you're not like overdoing things, um, you know, eating a lot of things is good. If, if, if you're a foodie, you know, being able to, um, uh, I guess uh, the, I, there was always this saying that, you know, Chinese, oh my God, <laughs> um, I know a lot of people just say that Chinese people, you know, they live so long and, you know, they're so thin. And there's so many people that say it's because they eat everything. Uh, you know, they, they don't, they don't spare, uh, you know, uh, when it comes to the, the amount of like uh, meat and tendon and things that are on animals or when it comes to vegetables and fruits, like they eat everything. Like, you know, a lot of things that we tend to like, cut off and throw away and, and all that kind of stuff. Nope. Well, and I would assume that a lot of people like in China and countries like that don't live in cities. They live out yeah. in little villages and stuff where 
all their food is probably raised right around there. Yeah. They can't afford all these pesticides and stuff to put on it. Yeah. It's true. Like when I used to go buy stuff at the grocery store, it's shot full of steroids. And yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, yeah. Big, like, uh, um, uh, big, big business growing is, 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 is definitely, you know, you can watch shows and, you know, drive, drive you to horrors, but, but yeah, I mean, uh, but like, you know, in, in, you know, in, in some of these countries, you know, they, it's not worth it for them. Like, you know, eating things like, you know, pig's feet or chicken feet, you know, that kind of like the nutrients and, and vitamins that you're getting out of eating tendon or stomach lining or stuff like that. I know it doesn't sound advertising, but you know, when it's made in certain meals, you don't notice it. Um, and it has actually a really, really nice taste, but you know, you have to be able to get over that, uh. And and it's not for everybody. Obviously, texture and and those kind of things are very uh, uh, a very real thing. And I know I would never chide somebody for not eating something because the texture is just uh, no. That's that's me with tomatoes. Right. Yeah. Like I I cannot I cannot eat a tomato like a raw right tomato can't do it. I'm not a. But if you make something out of it, like ketchup yeah. or pasta sauce, or right. know, I'll eat it all. Tomato soup, yeah, out of the can. I'll eat that all day. Just like slice a piece of raw tomato and put it on a sandwich. Mm-mm. Yeah, I I, I don't. I, I and I totally respect that. I I don't eat much raw tomato myself, but I do like it. I mean, if someone wants to dice up tomatoes and put like a, a raw tomato with like a, 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 just salt. Is actually really good uh, for some mm-hmm. people, but yeah, I, I, I totally, I totally appreciate that. Things like um, I know like gelatin like foods, people tend to, some people tend to stay away from that. That texture is like you know, you, you hear terms like I feel like I'm eating an eyeball or I feel like I'm you know eating yeah. snot. It's like and okay, yeah. Coconut, coconut is a big one. People have a texture problem. With. Yeah, and it's so funny because like I hate, like I hate a lot of. Uh, I'm a lover of coconut, um, and a lot of coconut. I brought that up earlier because I find that a lot of coconut tastes very, very different. Um, the meat, because for those of you, I don't know sure how many people know like the life cycle. Uh, I don't know like a hundred percent, but in Trinidad they um, um, like when a coconut falls to the ground, you know, and it you know, spreads the seeds and it becomes another coconut tree. As a, as a coconut tree is growing, when it's really, really small the seed that's under the ground and it's legal to, it's illegal to do this, but, um, but people still do it from time to time, but there's like a, a sponge kind of surrounds, uh, uh, or there's a shell and then there's like a spongy inside to the, to the root of where a coconut mm-hmm. tree comes out of. And, and in Trinidad, they call it like a, like a coconut cake. And you know, it's, it's the, the coconut tree is still growing and becoming mature. So that's why they don't want you, you know, digging it up and and eating it because it doesn't have a chance to grow and make more coconuts of course uh but but it is an absolutely it is so so delicious it is so it is naturally sweet nothing added to it literally just taken out of the ground dug up out of the ground cracked open and you're eating this like it doesn't seem i know i'm not making it sound appetizing but you're eating this spongy sweet uh seeded fruit thing i guess i guess you can explain it but it's just so good but when when coconuts are in a tree like they you know they, they start off full of water and then that water slowly dries down and dries and dries and dries and that's where you get that that white 
that white coconut um uh the flesh yeah the white coconut flesh is, is essentially like the water that's that's dried out and uh so if you get a coconut that's still got a lot of water in it you're not gonna have uh any of that flesh you're essentially going to have water and what would they call coconut jelly in uh, on the islands and you can scoop out the jelly you know with a piece of the coconut husk and it tastes so delicious drink the coconut water and there's not going to be anything left but when the coconut is in the tree for a while and it, you know it's, it's sitting up there for a while all that water kind of turns into a that that hard white coconut flesh that we know and i'm not a fan either i'm, I'm not a fan of uh, uh certain types of coconut flesh i've, I've eaten fresh two different places and they taste so drastically different i will literally eat one and not the other yeah because we go to the uh like when we go on our cruises we go down to the caribbean to the yeah. islands and stuff and right. you know, they've always got when you get off the boat there's always some guy there yep. with a big cart full of green coconuts yep. that he's slicing open with a machine yeah. it's so good in and selling and that's the if you try to eat the coconut out of those they usually just like has zero taste yeah it. yeah it's true. The water is, is so delicious. It doesn't have like a, um, it's a bitter, it's more of like a, it's not a sweet taste if, you, if you're getting it straight from the coconut, but it's mm-hmm. so good. It's so good. Yeah. Yes, uh, it's refreshing. Yeah. But the coconut in there just don't taste like anything. Yeah, it's that's like, true. Uh, yeah. And because um, a lot of the, a lot of the taste and the nutrients is in that water. So if it doesn't have time to, you know, uh, permeate that, uh, that flesh, then it's, the flesh is not going to taste very good, but a lot of times, you know, a lot of canned, uh, I'll tell you, you know, guys, there's, there's so many different types of canned, uh, coconut water and stuff like that. Don't, don't drink the canned coconut water. The can itself, the, the alkali metal in the can itself is going to change mm-hmm. the taste of the water. You know, uh, this is anything in a can. It's yeah. not a can. It's true. I, I, and that's pretty much why I always, I, I moved over to like, uh, buying I got a couple of huge water bottles uh, and uh, several bottles for different things, but I find that glass is just the best thing for not passing on taste. And as long as you know you're cleaning it and everything regularly, it always nice. Oh, yeah. I ever, like when I get around to ever, I mean, I don't drink it much, but if I ever drink like beer or anything, yeah, I buy it in a glass bottle. I don't drink. I can't drink yeah. Can. Yeah. Uh, I mean, once again, we're, you know, we're not. Uh, we're not looking down upon anybody who does. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just a, it's a lifestyle choice. I think it tastes choice. better out of a bottle. Yeah, and I mean, uh, it tastes better out of draft, like out of a. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. You have to buy it. I buy it in a bottle because it, yeah. it just seems to be better than buying it in a can. Right, right. I was. Uh, were you a cereal? Were you a cereal fan growing up? Did you eat a lot of cereal? Oh, I'm still a cereal fan. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm kind of getting back into it uh, as a as an adult. I had a little bit. I. There wasn't a lot of cereal in my house per se, uh, but I ate a lot of it at other people's houses, and uh, yeah, I'm getting back into it now. Some of the old favorites, like, uh, um, I mean, on top of things like uh, mini wheats and things like that, like some of the stuff that a lot of grown-ups eat anyways, every now and then I'll go back and try things like, uh, you know, like Captain Crunch or... Uh, like honeycomb. Yeah, good if you don't value the roof of your mouth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I tell you, every time I have something like that, it's like I remember the taste. I didn't. I didn't eat a lot, but I remember when I was young. As soon as I taste it, I'm like, this tastes exactly the same. And there's something about it. 
Yeah, I didn't get didn't get Captain Crunch growing up as a kid. We got the there's a knockoff version of it. I don't know if you have it up there or not, but they sell it down here. It's like a real cheap version. Oh. It's called King Vitamin. Oh no! <laughs> and it is always oh, so bad. <laughs> that's that's the kind of stuff that that I got when I was a kid. Is like the knockoff. I mean, it's not even like a store brand. I mean, it's an actual brand, but it's just like God, it's so bad. <laughs> okay. So bad. So I mean I'm you know this is this this I find this always comes up in people's conversations whenever they're talking about food. So let's let's get it out of the way. If you had, you know, if you had uh, to eat, for, you know, the 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 age old question for the rest of your life, you know, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna pick. Um, uh, I'm not gonna say every day. I'm gonna say let's say you had to pick one thing that you were gonna eat, you will always eat three times a week. For the rest of your life, what would it be? Because I find I, I try I say that because I know sometimes people are like, well, I know by the time I'm done eating my favorite dish for like you know the tenth day straight, I'm probably gonna get sick of it. I'm not gonna like it anymore. Let's leave you know let's leave that kind of logical thinking out of the question. I'm trying to think you know what is the one dish that you know you would always love to be able to. Maybe this is a better way of putting it. What is the one dish? You would always love to be able to have at your fingertips anytime you want it. Oh, that would probably be, if I had to pick, would probably be, oh man, it's got to be, it's got to be lasagna. Mm. Do you have, do you like, okay, now speaking of that. No, it's, it's the lasagna the way I like lasagna. Right. Not... I was just about to ask. So tell me, like, what, what does that consist of? I like lasagna because I, as my wife says, I eat like a four-year-old. <laughs> my lasagna is just noodles, right? Hamburger meat, okay, and sauce, okay, and mozzarella cheese. All right. Now I can eat like you get it in a restaurant where it's got ricotta. And yeah, all that stuff yeah. And I'm not a fan. I can do without the ricotta cheese. But right. It's like noodles, sauce, meat, and mozzarella cheese. Nice. Do you not? Do you have like a? Do you like it cooked like you know? Some people like to overcook their uh, their lasagna, so it's like got a little bit like that top layer has almost got a little bit of a crunch on the. Uh, no. 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 Okay. No, she basically she puts aluminum foil over the top to where the top layer don't get all crusty. Ah, uh, okay, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I'd have to go. I think I'd have to go with um. I found it late in life. I found ramen late in life, and I think I'm. Um, um, it's kind of like a, a, a it's kind of a, a, an escape, uh, or, a, um, a cheap answer because ramen can be a lot of different things. Uh, yeah, now if I had like real legitimate fresh made ramen at like a ramen shop, yeah. we do not have anything like that around here. Right. I would probably like it. Yeah. I watch TV shows cause I am a sucker. I am a sucker <laughs> for a cooking show. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm right there with so, you. 75% of the stuff they cook on there has got something in it that I won't eat. Right. It's as as enough for you to... Sit watch, I'll sit and watch cooking shows all day. Yeah. I do a lot of, uh, I do a lot of like, cooking, uh, uh, like, YouTube channels and watch. I mean, uh, Jamie Oliver's always been a big fan. I've always been a huge fan of his. Um, even though, you know, when it comes to, like, those 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 huge cooking shows and stuff like that, like, uh, um, was it, like, the Iron Chef and I... Jamie's been on these and he never wins because 
he always cooks very earthy and you know very messy and uh, you know when you when you when you're looking at the dish at the end it's not like you know it's not like high falutin restaurant style plating or anything like that he's like hey this food tastes good it tastes good when it's made like this half the time he doesn't even really care how it comes out but it just looks so good and uh yeah big fan of his but i mean there's lots of you know we there's lots of lots of people out there that you know i've, I've watched over the years oh, i love the cooking show yeah people who travel and eat oh those, I, I'm, I'm really a big fan of that it's always nice to see I mean, it's good and oh, bad yeah, for I me. I watching, uh, uh, what was the name of Anthony Bourdain's show? Yeah, um, uh, he had, a, I think no he had a, reservations. Was it No Reservations? Uh, no, it could have been No Reservations, but the thing, I think he had like three or four shows throughout his lifetime, but, um, yeah, the one he was doing there at the end when he, when he, when he when passed he that. Yeah, I think he was, I think that was the one he was doing, uh, res- No Reservations, I think that was for CNN's channel. Yeah. 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 Well, I watched it all on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, where he travels around all these different countries and just eats their little local food. And so stuff. good, so good. Yeah. I can't. I mean, and it's a, it's a double edged sword, eh? Because you're like, part of you is like, oh man, I would love to have that, but at the same time, it's like, oh man, it's just so far away. Because I would always love, I love to go there as well. I'm a sucker for some of these shows that, you know, sometimes they may be ridiculous shows, but they give even if it's just like maybe like a 5, 10, 15 minute rundown of the local area, stories, culture, even if it's just a short thing. I love it when they mix things together. So cooking and then talking about the area that they're in. There was a guy who did a show called River Monsters where he would go fishing and then he would talk about the area that he was in. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen that before. Yeah. Uh, there was another show a long time ago called uh, um, Destination Truth, which I thought was very funny, but it was also you know, this guy traveling around finding these, you know, global myths and trying, spending the night at these places. And, you know, obviously nothing ever happened, but you learned, you learned about the people, you learned about the area and where these myths came from. So anytime I see a cooking show where, you know, someone's going out, they're trying the food, but they're also talking about, uh, you know, the reason the food has, you know, this particular spice is because it was native to this area or, yeah, you know, just going on, just giving a little bit of, even just an iota of information rather than just like, you know, going somewhere, this food is great. And then moving on yeah, to the next place. Show like <laughs> that on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, it's called uh, somebody feed feel. Oh, I've, I've heard the name. I haven't, I haven't watched it though. It's, it's, it's good. It's, eh? That guy's name is Phil something other. I can't remember, but he was the guy, the, the writer and the creator of that show. Everybody loves Raymond. Oh, okay. Interesting. He's got a couple of, a couple of seasons of his show on there called Somebody Feed Field where he goes all around the... How do you say that last name? How do you spell that last name? How do you feel? P-H-I-L. P-H-I-L. P-H-I-A-L? Feel? Okay. P-H-I-L. Oh, oh, Phil. Okay, okay, Phil. Yeah, Phil. Sorry. Yeah, I'll definitely take a look for it. I know because sometimes... Yeah, our pretty good. Sometimes the American Netflix, we don't get certain shows here in Canada that you guys get, which is a shame, but... You just have to get you a VPN. Yeah, I mean, I've got one. I've got one, but it's just somewhat seems so much work. I have to watch it on my computer and all that jazz, whatever. But, uh, uh, but yeah, I was um, big fan. Of, I I I got into salads late as well. Um, uh, Not a fan of salads. Yeah, I, I, it wasn't until lately that I've I've I've, I've had some friends who you know are making salads with uh, um, 
you know, different types of salads rather than your 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 everyday, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. So things like, you know, with cranberries and honeyed nuts and, you know, they're cooking, you know, pecans and stuff like that. And it's like, the whole, whole world opened up to me. I was like, wow. Like, I mean, it's not that I would go out of my way to make any of these myself, but never have I, like, not had one and said, wow, this is really, really good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> hey, I'm more of a meat and potato guy. You give me some kind of meat and something made out of potatoes, yeah. I'm usually good to go. <laughs> What about seafood? Are you a seafood fan? Uh, I like a little bit of seafood. What about crustaceans? Like flounder is about the only kind of fish I'll eat. All right. I like shrimp. Yeah. I like uh, crab legs are good. Okay. All right. Uh, so we have I mean, this. Go ahead. There's probably some stuff that I would eat if I could, if it was around and I could try it. Do you like salty? That's. I usually steer away from salty because I have blood high blood pressure. Right, yeah, yeah, me too. So I usually don't add salt to a whole lot of stuff. Right. And by the way... A habit I've got into. Yeah, if anyone's wondering, um, for people who eat a lot of salt, it is possible to get to a point where you can do without the salt. It, 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 there's, there's a learning... It's, it's like, you know, training your body, but you'll eventually, if you want to give up salt or if you want to cut down on salt... At one point in time, you'll say, you know, things just taste better with salt, but it's, it's usually just because you've gotten so used to adding that much mm-hmm. salt and having so much sodium in a lot of foods. But it has uh, been proven that if you tr- you can train your body to to, t- to eat less and less salt, uh, and you'll get to a point where you're not going to notice. Uh, oh, yeah, I don't put salt on anything hard. And I'll put right. pepper on stuff. I'll yeah. lay the pepper to stuff. But, like, I don't put a lot of salt. The only thing I usually... You know, she puts salt in stuff when she cooks it. Right. But, like, add salt to something once it's cooked. Usually, like, maybe some vegetables. Occasionally, I'll put a little salt on, yeah. like, corn or something. Right, right. But mostly, it's just I just put pepper on stuff and yeah. go. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's a good way to do it. I mean, um, I mean, it's a lot of times when you go out and eat, there's usually enough uh, salt and uh, uh, stuff like that on food. So, it's... Uh, and and that's one of those things, right? Like you get so used to eating so much of it at home that when you go out, you're like you're tasting something. You're like, and part of you is like, there's not enough salt in here. And what you're actually saying is, uh, this is the way this food is supposed to be cooked, but I don't see, I don't taste it this way. I mean, and you see people do that all the time. That the potato food will show up, they'll set it down in front of you, and people just yeah. automatically reach for the yeah. salt. They don't taste it or anything. Yeah, it's. it's automatically to the salt shaker they yeah. salt everything on their plate habitual yeah. things habitual things and it's, you, it's hard to not even try it to yeah it tastes like it's yet. so funny yeah and these are probably the same people who they don't even realize that they do it and then all of a sudden like halfway through the meal they're like yeah it's a little salty <laughs> no, no, it's, just, it's just a train it's just a train yeah. habit just food sets down you reach for the salt and pepper and just yeah. put it on everything on your plate whether it needs it or not but yeah, well, I'm glad to see that. I'm glad. I'm glad to know that you, you you like seafood because if we ever do do you know a sit down where we have a a, a, a weekend where we go away, I'm a huge fan of uh, crab legs. Um, uh, crabs are a big thing in my family. I prefer crab over um, uh, over lobster. I find that there's actually a lot more taste in crab than there is lobster. Well, okay. but, you ever make it down here? There's a thing that we usually make every year. If you show up, make it down here. We'll do it. All right. 
It's uh, it's called a couple of different things. People call it a couple of different things. Some people call it uh, a frog mower stew. Okay. And some people call it a low country bowl. Oh, okay. You've probably heard it called low country bowl more than you've heard it called frog mower stew. Right, right, yeah. But you just take a big, like a burner from a, like a turkey fryer or something. Right. A big propane burner and you set a big aluminum pot on it full of water. Right. And it's got uh, potatoes, corn. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, I know what uh, you're saying. Sausage. Right, yeah, yeah. About to, like, sausages and cut them up. Yeah. And, and you're talking uh, about, like, corn on the cob that's been chopped into chunks, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, shrimp. Yeah. And some people, if you're fancy and you got a lot of money, throw some crab legs in it. Right, yeah. Do They make it, they make it with crawfish, too, sometimes, right? Some, yeah, some people put crawfish in right. it. Usually we do the shrimp. Right, right. Uh, and you just boil it, and when it's done, you spread some newspaper on the table. Yep. You drain the water off your pot. You just take it food over, and you just dump it out on the table. Yeah. The newspaper, and you just gather around it, and you just reach in and eat it. Oh man, sounds delicious. That's, I love that kind of stuff. There's a um, so good. There's a place near us that we go to. Um, uh, we just found you put Old Bay seasoning in it. Is the seasoning? Oh, Old Bay seasoning. Yeah, it's a big one. I know that one. Yeah, the um, yeah. There's a place here called the Captain's Boil. This restaurant here, right? And uh, it's like so. You go in. It's not obviously not cheap because it's it's seafood. Uh, like so, you're you're looking for on the menu essentially is the market price seasonal obviously um, for like you know different types of you know. Crab legs, whether it's you know blue crab, soft shell crab, uh, rock crab, or Alaskan king crab, whatever it may be, they're all on there, and um, and they have all obviously they have all uh, other types of food, but the main thing is that the way they make it, they essentially have like four different flavors, and when you get it at your table, so you obviously you have the bibs and everything, you have these little gloves if you want to wear them, um, but they have these huge bags clear plastic bags um and they put they put whatever you choose whether whatever le- crab legs you choose or lobster you choose or shrimp you choose whatever the case may be and they put it in the bag with all the flavoring and they literally just come to your table and drop the bag off in front of you and you peel the bag open and you you know you rip the legs off from inside and you pick whichever flavor you like whether it's the captain's boil which is like a mixture of all three and then there's one that's spicy one that's more lemon oriented one that's garlic oh oh man i mean crab would probably speaking of like high blood pressure like crab or actually actually more cholesterol but crab meat has got a lot of cholesterol in it like so i mean shrimp Uh, shrimp and crab yeah exactly exactly so i mean i i'm sure i could definitely eat that until i have uh, a heart attack um but oh once again you know Everything in moderation, but when I have it, it's so good. So, oh, so good. Yes, it's good. Um, yes, it is. What was the other thing? I was, was going to ask you about, um, you mentioned, oh, have you have you ever had boiled peanuts? No. I mean, I've had them. It's not, not one of my favorites. I, I know they are huge around here. <laughs> every year when we come down to florida we always stop on our way down and in in, uh, like south carolina and and we'll stop up at some place and a lot of gas stations have them but 
once we get into Florida and stuff like that, there are play- people who have got them on the side of the street where the- it's just like, you know, how they have, you know, um, lemonade stand or, you know, fruit stands or something like that. Right. They have a stand. They're sitting there all day. They got like four or five different slow cookers all full yeah. of uh, different flavored. Uh, oh, my God. I'm telling you, guys, if you've never had, uh, if you like peanuts, um, I'm not sure if it's really a selling point. Because a lot of people like like the peanuts for the crunchy and yeah. but yeah, it's it's the texture thing is, is what does the bowl. Yeah, bowl. yeah, it's 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 literally when you pe- like, it's so good that like you put the entire peanut in your mouth with the shell. You literally can suck the flavor from and out of the shell, and then you just you know you just tear it open and the peanut that's inside is so- oh my god, I could eat it forever. So good. Yeah, not not one of my favorites. <laughs> what about uh, what about you, young? Like you know, what, what were some of the things that you loved? Uh, like you know, really looked forward to. Maybe at a friend's house, or you know, maybe at home. Is there? Were you a fan of like you know, fresh uh, homemade bread or? Um... Never had. I never was in a family that baked a lot of homemade bread. You know, mm-hmm. our bread was like store bought loaf bread. Right. I mean, that was usually the bread we had when you was a kid. If you got a meal and you wanted bread with it, you went over and you got a couple of slices of loaf bread out of the loaf. Mm, okay, all right. But, but like, we go to some restaurants around here, like the Texas Roadhouse. If we go, like, to the steakhouse, the Texas Roadhouse, those yeast rolls that they've got. Oh, right, right, yeah. Oh, they are so good. Oh, yeah. And there used to be a restaurant chain when I was a kid. They're all closed down now. It's not even open anymore, but there used to be a steakhouse restaurant chain called Quincy's. Okay. Oh, they had the best, big, just big, gigantic, the best yeast rolls you've ever eaten in your life. Yeah, oh, man. God, they were so good. I'm a big fan oh, of biscuits. so good. I mean, my mouth's watering up. <laughs> yeah, I found, uh, so traveling down, uh, down south by you guys, uh, um, it was, that's when I had my first taste of like, uh, like proper biscuits and, oh, man. So good. So, so good. No, that's one of my favorite breakfast meals is biscuits and gravy. Yeah. Really, really good. Biscuits and gravy. I mean, we were uh, uh, a true, like, um, oh, my God. I can't remember. I can't believe I forgot the name. It was a restaurant that's on the highway. It's always got, like, rocking chairs outside. Uh, Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Yeah. I know Cracker Barrel is, I think, mostly for people who are just on the road. <laughs> Yeah. Because it's not usually not it's not usually not a restaurant that's in uh, towns. It's usually like yeah. off the highway. It's usually off the cracker barrels are usually off the interstate. Yeah, somewhere. And, and I know like if we ever get there, just as like uh, like church is letting out. Oh my god, it's ridiculous. No, yeah. <laughs> oh cracker my. Cracker barrels are popular on Sundays. Usually sure. <laughs> Sundays they do is when they do the fried chicken on Sunday. Yeah. It's really good. I have to admit, I, I I've oh, got a yeah, I got a real I soft spot for it. Now and then. Man, Becky likes her. They got hash brown casserole. She loves her hash brown casserole. Nice, nice. I did have to admit, I, it took me a while getting used to uh, getting um, iced tea in the states and not having it. Like when I the first time I went there and someone's like, "Do you want it sweetened or unsweetened?" I'm like, "What?" Because iced tea here is always sweetened, so. To have the to have unsweetened iced tea was like so alien to me, so I was like, well, I, bet, "I bet your sweetened iced tea is probably not as sweet as it is down here." 
I don't know. It's uh, it, you go to some places around here and you order sweet tea, and sometimes it'll it'll crack your teeth. <laughs> and it's crazy because when I, I cause I've, I've ordered it both ways and I've had like I've had it unsweetened I'm like okay that would take some getting used to but it was still good it was actually still really good but when I had the sweet tea when they when they sweetened it uh it was uh, I think it was very cheaply done it was literally just like you know unsweetened tea and then they just threw a bunch of sugar in it oh yeah and, Put some packs of sugar in right. it, so it don't melt. It's Ex- exactly. So here I am drinking this, and I'm like, it still tastes a little bitter. And then when you get down to the bottom, it's like, oh my god, because <laughs> all the time that you've been eating, it's the 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 sugar has finally started to melt. So that last little bit in your cup is ridiculously sweet. It's a little too much. Becky loves unsweet tea. Sweetened or unsweetened? Sorry. Unsweet. She likes unsweet. Ah, nice. That's good to know. Does she have like does she like lemon or does she just like just regular? Yeah, like... sweet tea with lemon. Yeah, can't do it. I gotta have sweet tea. What about soup? Are you a soup fan? I like soup. Yeah, like do you have a fit? Do you like 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 are you like a, a watery type of soup fan or a cream kind of soup fan? Uh, I don't like cold soups. No, I can tell you that right now. I'm I'm right there with cold, you. Cold um, soup. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I, I I've tried it and it's just not for me. It depends. I guess I'm more of a watery type kind of soup guy yeah. than the thick, like real thick, like bisques and stuff. Right, right, right. It's not not me at all. I mean, I can eat them. Yeah. So, what about it? Things, things like clam chowder or uh, no? Yeah. I don't like clams. Right. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. I don't eat oysters either. Okay. So, speaking of oysters, we went to this place uh, in in London called East Mercy. And they have um, a small area where they're they're known for their seafood, and no like no no joke when I tell you that outside this little shack near this beach. And when I say beach, it's not like sandy beach; it's more of like a rocky beach. Um, the piles of oyster shells are like they're easily I don't know like. 10 feet in height at, at the middle and they just they spread out huge piles every day um, and it's very it, it, it's, it's an acquired taste um, some of those seafood the, uh, uh, dishes that they have which is like a platter of all these different types of clams and, and oysters and stuff like that but because it's so fresh it definitely has a very oceany taste yeah yeah now i know that uh i've uh, i am a huge fan of oysters and i know that the malpec oysters uh, off the uh the eastern shore of uh, uh of i believe newfoundland um are supposedly really like i mean i love them i, I i'm not i would never consider myself an oyster uh, uh a connoisseur or anything like that but i could eat them forever so good <laughs> I just the horseradish and fresh, oh man, steamed fresh oysters like that's just another texture. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I when, when someone says it's like eating snot, I'm like, yes, I understand texture wise that it's actually probably a very. <laughs> and then even when they bread them and fry them, they're like chewy. I just, yeah, I don't. I, I would never. Thing either. I don't do the breading and fry. I don't do. I, I never eat oysters cooked. Raw oysters are always the best way to go for me. Same thing with stuff like calamari and stuff. I just. 
Yeah, I, you know, Calamari is um, it's it's very. I wouldn't even say it's hit and miss. For the most part, it is mostly miss. There are very few places that, uh, and especially when you go to restaurants, because the, the, there's a very small window when you take it when you take out calamari from uh, from the oil, where it's actually still, it's not chewy, but it doesn't. You know, it's not. Um, it's not fishy either. Uh, mm -hmm. And for the most part, everywhere has calamari. But for the most part, they're all overcooked. They're all rubbery. They're all chewy. Mm -hmm. And it is very, very hard. And sometimes you go somewhere, find a place mm -hmm. that made it. It, it. it doesn't, they don't necessarily always do it that way. Because, you know, you have like 20 people in the back cooking, right? All mm -hmm. that, that calamari would be in the deep fryer for however, however long. If it's in there for like, you know, a couple seconds longer than it's supposed to be, it, it does not taste as good. So unless you have some kind of time device that is always pulling it out at the right time at the same time. Usually you have to go to like a, a high end kind yeah. of expensive restaurant to get, you know, calamari or yeah. something like that that's, that's fit to eat. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I do eat a lot of it just because it's there. But I mean, for me, it's like uh, I'm a big sushi fan, but. And uh, I would never tell anyone, like, if someone said, you know, if I'm getting into sushi, can I buy sushi at a grocery compared to it? I'm like, well, no. I mean, if you're going to try sushi, go to a proper sushi sushi hut. But yeah. just like don't bread. Don't eat sushi at PAX. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, just like bread. Deferral. Deferral. <laughs> don't eat sushi at PAX. Well, we, know, we know you're one of our listeners, Deferral, all right? So don't do not do it again. And if you do, you better hide it. Don't yeah. We'll stop chide you. Stop buying <laughs> gas station sushi. <laughs> I've had sushi at, 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 uh, from my grocery, and it is very, very subpar, but sometimes it, it's just good to, to get. Just, that's another thing I just can't do. Yeah, sushi. Not, definitely not for everybody, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Man, so um, pizza. What do you, what do you, what do you, pizza. what do you take on your pizza? Are you I'm a, a meat? I'm a meat pizza guy. Yeah, me too. Me too. Not a vegetable pizza guy. No, no, me neither. Not that I dislike it per se, but I mean, when I order my own pizza, uh, it's 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 very heavy with, with meat. It's very very heavy with meat. Uh, um, pepperoni, ham, yeah, sausage, yeah, all those, yeah. Canadian bacon, that kind of yeah. ham. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I I actually when I get my pizza, I I actually opt out for like. Instead of tomato sauce, I, they have other sauces now, I, and I like some of the other sauces. But, uh, but yeah, um, I don't know if they got them up there, but around here, they a lot of those pizza places make a chicken bacon ranch pizza. Yeah, I mean for the sauce or that just so good. just the entire pizza. Instead of the instead of the the whole pizza, right? Instead right. of the uh, tomato sauce, they put ranch dressing. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, like some grilled chicken and yeah. up bacon and cheese on it. That's I just had ranch the as a as a sauce the other day. It was really good. I had a parmesan. Oh, good to dip pizza in. Yeah, and I had a parmesan garlic uh, sauce that was also really really amazing. Um, I don't mind pizza sauce. I love pizza, uh, but with some of the others, I have to admit, like I can take the exact same pizza with tomato and the other uh, some of the other sauces, and for the most part, the other sauces taste better. The meat and everything doesn't change, but it adds. It definitely adds. Yeah. And since we're uh, since it's a big topic and and we're on it and I'm gonna throw my two cents in on yeah. it to get the controversy going. Yeah. 
Pineapple does not belong on pizza. <laughs> okay, so, so I, I for the most part I don't uh, eat pi- pineapple on pizza either. But I have to admit, I, I I'm not averse to it. But if I'm ever ordering my own pizza, it's it's never on there. Um, why would I put why would I put pepperoni or uh, uh, pineapple on there when I have so many meat, so much meat to choose from? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can leave the ham, just yep. no pineapple. Yeah, that's. Definitely, uh, that, that what do they call it? They call it a Canadian, I think. That uh, don't don't. It's uh, not yeah, worth it's it. It's called Hawaiian. Oh, Hawaiian. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Hawaiian. Yeah. Hawaiian. Yeah. Or pineapple and ham. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm. I'm definitely not averse to it, but it's definitely not my favorite for sure. I. I don't. I don't ever order. I can't remember the last time I had it. But I am averse to it. But what about um? Uh, what about anchovies? No. Okay, now so we can do this all day. You can name all stuff that I don't eat all day. <laughs> but have you had both? Like, have you had pizza that has anchovy in the sauce that's ground up, compared to just having anchovies on the pizza? Probably, probably so. Mm. Anchovies are just too salty. Yeah, it I don't is hard eggs either. Yeah, I mean uh, th- that's yeah, that's definitely an island thing for sure. We we, we eat a lot of those, but. Uh, I was just curious. I know. I mean, it's not surprising, right? I mean, not not, not too many people like anchovies. Um, I'm but... a simple guy with simple taste. <laughs> but that is a simple taste for some people. Not mine. <laughs> uh, yeah, like she says, I eat like a four-year-old. <laughs> have you ever eaten nuggets and spaghetti and oh, that, that, stuff? That's all good. That's all great. There's nothing wrong with any of that. That's for sure. What about? Have you ever eaten salted cod? No. Hmm. But you would try. You you're the kind of person that would try something. I mean, I ha- maybe it depends on what's in it. Yeah, I mean, if I was to make something for you, I would never. Obviously, would tell you everything that was I'm, in it. But I'm not the I'm not the most adventurous eater out there. But uh, hold on a sec, though. Are you I think you said before that you 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 you're not averse to trying things. I think someone I would try it. Depending on what it's in, I would try it. Yeah, and and, and I'd probably pick through it and try it, and stuff that I didn't eat would get right to the side. No, and that's fine. I'm going under the assumption that you know, if you're trying something new, it doesn't have things that you know that you detest. I'm talking about like you know, if you well, came yeah, across if you cook something new and it's all the things in it or something that I eat. Yeah. Oh, of course I'll try. It. Okay. All right. So yeah, I mean, so I I would I would consider that adventurous because there are there are some people who are like. You know, I don't care. You know, I don't care what it is or how it tastes or whatever the case is. I'm just not going to try it. I mean, I'm the type of person that when she tells me where we're going to eat, I know what I'm going to order before we even get there. <laughs> There's no need to even give me a menu. Uh, so it's hard to get you to, 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 to grab something new as well as your own dish? You know, hey, we're going to we're going here to eat. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Uh, as soon as she says the name of the place, <laughs> what I'm ordering. That's good. I mean, you're a man who knows what he likes, and that's depending on what I want. Like if I want, you know, if I'm sitting here, I'm like, I'm not have a chicken sandwich. Uh, I know the place in town I'm going to get my chicken sandwich. Well, that is something that everyone should have. Like, I think everyone, you know, you should. Everyone should have that. You know, that mental rolodex of like. When when you are in the mood, I tell you, it's it's probably a good thing. I'm telling. You, I think if I had, like, if there is, uh, if there is a god out there, uh, I'm sure he or she chose for me not to have my license. Otherwise, I would have died a long time ago. 
because I'm the kind of person that it's like, you know, I'm in the mood to go eat something. I would just drive, pick up whatever it is, no matter. And, but because I, I haven't had my license, it's been lots of times where I've been home and I've been like, you know, I feel like eating like, um, like I, I probably would have ate a lot more fast food growing up and that sort of thing. But a lot of times it was like, well, I'm not going to drive. I, I'm not going to walk there. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go outside, wait for the bus just to go get food. Uh, mm-hmm. so I never did, but, uh, yeah, I'm sure if I, if I had my own car and a license at a younger age, I, I think I'd be having, I'd be in serious like health issues at, at this age of my life. Right. But, um, so, but yeah, I, uh, Chicken McNuggets, I'm one of those few people out there who love the the the, the filet of fish at McDonald's. It's one of my favorites. Um, yeah, not one of mine. <laughs> McChicken and the filet of fish are the two things that I will get at. Uh, yeah, you said McChicken. Usually, if I go to McDonald's, I get double quarter pounder with cheese. Right, right yeah. If she says we're going to McDonald's, double quarter pounder with cheese, no onions. That's All right. And every now and then I'll have uh, I'll have the McNuggets. Uh, I don't have them very often, but I do love them. Yeah. Occasionally but, I'll get the nuggets every yeah. now and then. Well, I we'll get like a ten piece and we'll split them. Right, right. Well, I have to admit, man, like a little appetizer. To this day, there is nobody that makes fries like McDonald's. I don't know what it is, but I find I have to say that probably. I have to agree with that. McDonald's probably got the best French fries. And in the I th- fast food market. Now I'm also this. I'm. Yeah. I'm also the kind of. Favorite then. What did Ooh, you? Ooh, th- I forgot about Chick Fil A. Oh, I've never. I've never had Chick Fil A's. Never had Chick Fil A. Got waffle fries. Oh, waffle fries are good. I, okay, well that's a different type of fry because, you know, I'm talking about just like you know thin, you know. Uh, as far as like fast food fries, McDonald's is probably the best. Uh. But I have to admit, waffle fries would probably last longer. I th- I find that if I don't if I don't eat my fries, my fries have to be eaten right away. I'm not one of these people that can like you know get fries and then eat it like an hour later because I find most places oh, yeah, if I get soggy, they're, the, they're the worst. So bad. And you can't heat up fries. Yeah. Reheated fries are the worst. Yeah, but I did have the only time I've ever tasted something better. Uh, in the sense that it was much more expensive, so obviously it's 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 better only because it was like a one time thing. Was I had these amazing in Vermont had these amazing uh, these amazing fries that were double fried in duck fat. Oh my god, it was ridiculously so good. <laughs> it was so crispy and so good. But yeah, you know, make something about McDonald's fries, man. I, I don't know, it's so good. Speaking of fries, there's something that you guys have that the few times I've tried it, I've absolutely loved, and that is poutine. Yeah, it's um, I, and I hate to to say this, and 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 I um, there there's a certain type of uh, cheese curd that like you know really really needs to go into poutine. Um, taking your average cheese curd from an average uh, grocery market grocery store or something like that, it's just not the same. Um, oh, I'm, I mean, I'm sure there's very good versions of it, but just a couple of times that I've got to try it, it has been so good. Yeah, I mean, talk about something. How can you make anything worse by putting gravy on it? <laughs> I know, I, I, to- I totally agree. 
I told you. Gravy's got to make everything better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, putting like you know cheese when having gravy that just melt the cheese amongst the fries. Oh my god, it's, yeah, there's, there's, it's so good up here. And I've had, I have had poutine in a lot of other places. And I'm not saying, and I'm, I don't say this uh, as a Canadian. I just say this as, um, I, I actually have to say that I know I, I could be, it could be a bit of a bias because I, when I originally had it, it was here, obviously. So maybe every every other poutine is compared to that. Who who knows? Maybe if I had poutine somewhere else, uh, and then came here, I might think it's not as good. That that is definitely a possibility. But all I'm saying is that the poutine that I've had anywhere else does not taste the same. The greasiness, the the oil, the 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 the, the gravy, depending on how it's made, uh, all very very specific to the melt the way that cheese is melted. That specific cheese is melted. Oh, I'm sure it is way better up there. I've not been up there, so I don't know. Right, right. I've briefly been in the barely into Canada uh, one time. Uh, well, we can definitely, uh, we can definitely make a I will trip out to Montreal. Before long. Yeah, we'll make a trip out there and get some. There's some. Good, there's good food in Montreal. There's definitely really good food in Montreal. Um, but I had I had fries in um, when I was in Amsterdam, walking around in Amsterdam. And I went to one of these fry shops where, you know, they have like, a, they wrap they wrap the fries in like, you know, newspaper essentially. And they, they make the fries there, but it wasn't, the fries were fine. They were, they were, they were on par with any other fry that you've had, but the sauces they had there, which is amazing. Cause so I was looking at the menu. It's it had weed in it. <laughs> well, I mean, I was smoking at the time, so I mean, but, but that doesn't change the fact that. So I'm looking at this menu, and you know, obviously it's got all these different sauces that they pour on top of it. I saw this one that was, if I remember, it was something like Jopio sauce. I had no idea what it was made from. I was like, I'll take whatever that is. And uh, I tried it, and man, was I in heaven. I mean, I did just smoke a blunt, it's true. But that's I'm not sure if that really changed the fact. I was already hungry when I went out to get it. Right. But, so it wasn't like a munchy thing because, you know, I could sit there and say that about anything. Like I could eat grass and probably say, oh, you know, it's not so bad. I just had the munchies so bad. That's grass. <laughs> exactly. But <clears throat> it was funny, though. And, and when I, I didn't know that uh, at the time, which was probably about over over a decade ago, um, they, they had these shops um, that were one shop. And what they would do is they would cut the shop down the middle Make it into two shops because they weren't allowed to sell alcohol and weed in the same place. So they would take one yeah, store. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so they would literally like build. <laughs> they would build a wall down the middle, and they would have to register two different places. But it would be like you know, like it would be like the same name, but you know, uh, uh, it'd be so and so one and so and so two or something like that. But yeah, right. but. Yeah, they literally couldn't sell weed and and booze at the same at the same place, which was really quite interesting. But yeah. have you ever smoked fear? No. Okay. Would would you would you ever uh, would you ever uh, try a joint? If, probably. If, yeah. So we're going to Amsterdam next year. Well, <laughs> it packs it packs Amsterdam. I can't do it as long as I'm working more and working. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I forgot. Subject to drug testing. Right, that's right. I forgot. Once I retire, I would not be opposed <laughs> to give it a try. 
You know, I mean, if uh, you know, if we, you know, really, if if we are are trying new things and stuff like that, I, I could see us uh, uh, getting. I mean, a, I would have tried it in my youth, but all the guys that I hang out with when I was a teenager, they all did it. Yeah. And they all did all this stupid stuff. Oh yeah. And I'm like, if that's gonna make me do this, yeah, nah, I'm out. I'm the, I was the same way with a lot of drugs. Yeah, I didn't do. That's gonna make me act like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm out. I was. I was. That was a I'm big. Out. I'm. A, that was a big deterrent for me as well. I. I actually didn't drink a lot of alcohol for that same reason. A lot of times, I would. I when I was young, I got to parties and I. You know, I see the way people were acting after they were just fucking totally wasted, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, and this is when I was just getting into that age. And I'm like. I don't want to be like that guy or this girl. I don't want to be like lying. I did my, I drank a lot of alcohol back in my teenage years, and I done. Don't get me wrong, I done plenty of my own stupid stuff. Oh yeah, I did my shit, of course. <laughs> but, yeah. but as far as the the other stuff, I was like, nah, it's just, yeah. I just I just keep drinking my beer. You fellas, you fellas, knock yourselves out. <laughs> but getting back to what we were talking about for food, it's kind of like a, you know, it was kind of like that same sort of thing. It's like you know, if you know. Because like a lot of weed is very very different depending on where you get in, you know people put all kinds of crap in it and all kinds of stuff. So it's definitely knowing where it comes from. Uh, for me, uh, was was good when I went to to, to Amsterdam and stuff like that. Because I'm not a I'm not a huge uh, smoker, but um, for those few times that uh, that I've tried it, uh, it was good to know where it was all coming from and where it was made and stuff. Well, I like mean, that. I would probably be a more adventurous eater and eat more stuff than I eat. But the way I grew up and where I was from, you know, we lived in the country. It was like 30 or 45 minute drive to town. And the county that I lived in only had one town. Yeah, yeah. It was a very small town. So oh, yeah. This, 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 I can remember when I was a kid, the only fast food restaurant we had was a Hardee's. And I can remember, right. I can remember them building the McDonald's and then building the Burger King you know, right. since I've been alive. Right, right, right. Like they built the Burger King when I was almost in high school before we ever got like a Burger King. Right, and and so I totally I was agree. Exposed to a lot yeah. of adventurous cuisine, yeah. so I definitely I definitely agree that you know it, you're you know food is a very culturally oriented thing, and uh, you know I, and, we eat what you grow in the garden, and yeah. That's what we eat. If we didn't grow it, you didn't eat it. So. Right, and, and and a lot of that a lot of that you know like hearty meat and potato type of meals. Was something that I wasn't uh, privy to growing up. I mean, because my family, you know, we ate a lot of uh, we ate a lot of the things that they they made growing up in Trinidad, and uh, so my my parents made that kind of food. And uh, so the first time when I was young, going to a friend's house and eating like you know, let's say um, like really good fluffy mashed potatoes was oh so mm-hmm. delicious, or you know. Um, um, having uh, uh, di- different types of steak or having uh, uh, different types of chicken definitely you know it was it was it was always as much as i loved my family's food and the culture that i that i came from it was i was always looking forward to going to you know my you know a true north american you know born and raised you know however many generations and eating you know uh eating their type of food beans and uh all all these different types of uh, uh and it's it's amazing, like you know, we we take for granted, um, what other people are, ex- are exposed to, as you said, and right. uh, and you're like, oh, you know, this, it's not a matter of, 
being, let's say, closed-minded. It's more a matter of, because I wasn't exposed to it, the palate was never there for me to, to experience, to, to, to grow, or to, to, to really try. So, you know, you... you nowadays, as you've grown up... Like, no, there was like, no, I don't remember there being like any Chinese restaurants right. or any like Mexican restaurants. <clears throat> In my little town, I mean, there's plenty there now. Right, right. I mean, that's two restaurants that you can't hardly go to any town anywhere in the world or anywhere in the United States. I'm taking it back. Right. You can, any town anywhere in the United States you go to anymore, it seems like they've got at least a Chinese restaurant and a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But, yeah, when I was a kid, you know, we, none of that. Yeah. They had a couple of little diners where you got like, you know, they served the same stuff we eat at home. Yeah, yeah. It's a staple, right? You know, it's, it's crazy. I mean, it's um, the... uh. I heard, uh, I think it was last year that, either last year or the year before that, um, I heard that there's a young generation of kids growing up in China that are, um, they're actually for the first time and they're, you know, they're, they, they love and are getting addicted to like North American Chinese food. So like there's, mm -hmm. they, they, they have these, these stores that are making, you know, the Chinese food that we get here. You know, chicken balls and the sweet and the crazy amount of sweet and sour oh, sauce. Yeah, the sauces yeah the exactly. Sauces. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's not not like that over there. Yeah, and 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 but but for some reason this young group is like really latched onto it. And uh, I mean, it's not to say that you know here in North America. I mean, it's not like we don't have uh, you know the businesses have their people who are like you know this is what people like. Uh, these are the kind of things. Well, I mean, that, there's um, even I even remember seeing one. Uh, oh documentary or something one time where there is like i think it was in japan i think's where it's at right that there's like a whole group of like young teenage kids that are uh totally obsessed with like the 50s oh the yeah jackets the greaser huge hair, the poodle skirts huge is that massive yeah and the, the jackets they had yeah, the hairstyles yeah, um like, look like they just stepped out of yeah. Greece, the movie yeah I, I, and I, I believe that goes for like the um uh, the, the the vehicles as well like you know if they can get their hands yeah, like the old cars yeah and stuff, and it's like, yeah it's wow. it's i know it's amazing right and there's also in japan i believe it's japan um did you know that like one of the uh um just like we have you know turkey and stuff like that at christmas did you know that, like in japan one of their uh their holiday staples is actually kfc yeah, they're Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner. Yeah, they're Christmas, Christmas dinner. dinner. KFC. KFC. Yeah. I, I heard this. I thought it was a joke. And I'm like, I no. Seen that in a, it was, I think it might have been in that same show with the, the greaser thing. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. The, the 50s greasers. I definitely learned that also from, from, from a show. People. Yeah. Yeah, but but, yeah. but the families like you know it's one of those things when Christmas comes around they go to KFC they get the they get the bucket and it's like yeah, the big bucket meal part of the tra the Christmas tradition it's so it's so ridiculous to think that uh, that you know yeah, I would die <laughs> KFC Christmas if I went into my parents' house or somebody's house to Christmas dinner <laughs> and they had KFC laid out on the table I would get mad and leave <laughs> <laughs> I would. like okay. I understand people like 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 the chicken and stuff like that, but come on, some effort, people. It is the holidays. I came here, I came here for turkey, <laughs> exactly, and sweet potato casserole. <laughs> That's what you eat on Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, uh, but I guess you know, but because I eat KFC all the time, and KFC is just like it's. What do you want to eat? Yeah. KFC, God, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I was. <laughs> 
I was happy that um, like we eat KFC every now and then. I was happy that um, that Popeyes moved in, not because I necessarily like it better or worse, but just because it was different. It was still fried chicken, um, and Popeyes had you know they had the biscuits and everything like that. So you know whenever here around where I live, we have Bojangles. Oh yes, I've heard. I I know it's pretty popular. They're they're big around where I mean it's it's a southern type of a restaurant, fast food restaurant. They do fried chicken. I know. I I get a lot of my like um, knowledge of like those kind of things, like Bojangles and uh, some of these other places. From uh, from GMM <laughs> when they do yeah. their when they do those competitions where they're trying to guess where the the food came from, which restaurant it came from. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I was talking about when I said when I was a kid we had a Hardee's. Oh right, the same thing as the Carl's Juniors everywhere else. Right, 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 right. It's the exact same restaurant, just like oh out in California where they're at, they call them Carl's Juniors. Yeah, so here it's a, here it's a Hardee's. We're both we're both we're both big fans of uh, the uh, uh, good Good Mythical Morning. Can anyone's, anyone's yes, out there? I like Good Mythical Morning. Uh, that would be Some uh, local boys. Yeah, I, I love the idea of it. You know, the guys that know each other since they were young. Really, really good show. If anyone's ever interested, Good Mythical Morning. A couple older older guys who've known each other for life. Doing some yeah. uh, some really good stuff over there. If you like YouTube From videos. here in my home state. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure you know. I, I, you know, we could sit here and, and pick on specific foods that you know we could go on and on and about. But uh, we could always save that for another another episode. I'm sure. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll do another food <clears> podcast <throat> where we'll go into all the different mm-hmm. different regions and their food and stuff. For sure, for sure. Um, we've we've been on this what it's been almost an hour and a half now. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I mean, because <laughs> like uh, getting into like you know some of our uh, the the foods that I grew up with or foods that I've loved. I mean, we could get into like all kinds of things, but uh, and yeah, speaking of like you know cooking shows and stuff like that. Oh my god, yeah, that's a, that's a huge rabbit hole. Days and days talking about food. Yeah, yeah, huge rabbit hole. Well, well, I'm sure we'll we'll, we'll hit on that topic again another time. But we want to uh, we want to thank you guys for stopping by and hanging out and uh, yes um, I know some of you who are who are listening uh, obviously you don't need this information but um, you know we're doing our podcast over on Anchor FM I believe it's called and uh, mm-hmm. uh, once I put it up it, it's it's immediately available on Anchor and then literally like five minutes later it's available on Spotify uh, in case you're looking for it and you're telling anybody else about it. Uh, and then as, as a couple of days pass, uh, a lot of the other ones, uh, they automatically send them out to the other ones. And it usually takes a couple of days, like, you know, Google hang or Google podcast and Apple and all. So they go out, they, they definitely go out to all of them, but anchor and, uh, Spotify are usually there right off the bat in case you're, you know, tell your friends, like we've said before, yes. word of mouth is great. Spread the word. Uh, Hope you guys are enjoying. We also, uh, uh, both streamers, we have our, our Discord. Um, we have a Discord that has information for podcasts. So if you have suggestions, or uh, if you want to uh, mention something, you can do it. You can do it right in Anchor.fm if you listen to your podcast there. But feel free to jump into our Discords uh, and uh, give us any feedback. We we like to hear. You know, even if you if you like the podcast. Uh, even you know, uh, uh, if, even if you have like the two minutes out of your day just to go in there and say you know that you're really enjoying them, or if you have some some criticism or something like that, we're we're always down for for hearing and and checking to see uh, you know how things are going, if people are liking and possible um, topics. Make sure you hit us up. 
Yes. We sure hit it up. We sure appreciate you guys listening. Yeah, very much so. Don't know what the next one will be. Spread the word. Yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, we'll. uh, I guess next one will hopefully be within a week or so. Yeah. We try to do one every week, but we don't necessarily hit every week, but we try. Yeah, I wouldn't say that there's a specific day that it's always going to land on, but we're trying to keep it within a week, week and a half. So, you know, there might be some overlap here or there. But, uh, you know, uh, if for some reason we've gone past our our week and a half, feel free to, you know, jump into Discord and yell at us or, you know, we will get it done. We'll get it done. It's not like we don't love just sitting here talking anyways. Mm -hmm. But uh, definitely do some talking. For sure. It was always good fun, man. Thank you for uh, stopping yes. by and hanging out. I'm not sure why I'm saying stopping by. I mean, you're in your home. I'm in my home. But uh, <laughs> but uh, verbally or audibly stopping by to, to hang out. I'm picking up what you put in there. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. All right, brother. Well, uh, give uh, Bex a hug for me, and I will. Uh, I guess I'll see you next, uh, next podcast. I will do, and I'll see you then, buddy. Cheers, buddy. Take it easy. Thanks for listening to the Geriatric Gamers Podcast.